0: Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your host, Wright Warshore Brother George Mudry, And today is Super Tuesday. Why is it super? It's super because I don't have a ginger and I don't have an albino robot up here with me. That's what makes it super. You're here with your host with the most. So I uh, just want to go a couple things. Uh, we've had, uh, we got to get a new camera because uh, somebody decided to kick it over too many times. So we got a new camera um and the last we kind of got it on the fly at the last moment so it uh, it happened we kind of put it all together ad hoc in the last uh episode <clears throat> uh the audio didn't come out too good so i'm not going to put out garbage audio uh so what uh, i'm gonna do is i'm making a episode right here and we're gonna talk about a couple things i know i opened up for listeners questions but i do have uh a couple things that I wanted to go over I do have a topic. So if you guys are interested, we'll get going into this worshipful brother, John Gates, the winner of the chili cook off and the not cheater. Um, he's just logged on. Thank you for being on. So, uh, first things first. Yeah. Sound is really good. Thank you. Worshipful Joe, uh, who is in Massachusetts. Couldn't be here tonight. So I'm up here riding solo. Uh, invited a couple of people got no response, but that's fine. I can handle this on my own. Um, but yeah, the sound is really good. I figured out what the issue was with the soundboard, so uh, we're good to go. Uh, the problem was, was that the audio from the camera was kicking out the audio, the audio for the soundboard. I have everything all set up, so we are good to go. So uh, I'm not going to do any likes because I don't think we had any extra... But uh, I'll try to – actually, you know what? I'll try to do them because they didn't get a a proper shout-out in the last one because, again, I can't put it to audio. So I'm just going to quickly go through. And uh, for all those who reach out on Facebook and uh, through all of our community pages as well as uh, those who are new to Patreon because we got some new Patreon guys, and I'm actually going to go through them individually, and I'm going to call them up by names, our Patreons, because uh, you guys are the lifeblood of what we do, and I appreciate everything that you guys – can uh, contribute and everything that you do for us so uh we're gonna start right here we're gonna start with uh john appleby nas faris robert eden jason ganavich i think this is the jason i went to school with alexi charles mark carr danny collins wow danny collins the hell he's been a patreon for like months now and now all of a sudden he likes the main page go figure uh robert eden harlan caravio <clears throat> caravois i don't know something french i'm trying trying guys uh but harlan thank you scott hayes hey widow son uh patrick mcnutt mike harold adam green a walt so brothers cheers Thank you. I'm not going to toast because it'll be sad and lonely. Sad and lonely. But cheers and thank you guys for uh, being uh, uh, followers of the podcast. All right, moving on. Short bus school. These guys are tearing me up on here. Greg Schultz, the short bus to school. (laughs) Mark House, doing good work, brother. Hey, I'm trying and uh, we all try. Ken, Joe, you guys are awesome. Thank you for being up here. Everybody contributes to the podcast, including Rocco, who helps me out with song rips as well as other things. Uh, I appreciate everything. And everybody, Rafferty, who's reaching out to to guests and everything. And we got a couple in the in the books that are going to be coming. So. But, uh, so I did a little segment a while ago, um, and I called it, uh, well, I know what I originally wanted to call it, but it's called The Truth Serum. Uh, this one, uh, I'm not going to do it as a uh, negative and it's not going to be the truth serum this is actually going to be the topic for this podcast so uh what i'm going to talk about in the topic for this one and i'm going to title it this um when i do finally release it is we're going to call it the purple stigma uh and what that basically means is um freemasonry has a problem, well, I wouldn't say a problem, but uh, there's a big stigma about those who are in Grand Lodge and there's a lot of Blue Lodge Masons who believe or have the feeling that Grand Lodge is like this overhead that's coming to basically tear down the house. They're coming in to break your stones about how you run your lodge or lodge things that go on there and and uh, I think it's a twofold problem. And uh, for those who are watching live and listening live, uh, feel free, fire in anything you want to add to it, and I will read it on air. But um, this is just my personal feelings, and this is the way that I look at it. I was a, again, I was a Wright Warshall brother, past district deputy, and I went through uh, being a district deputy in a very turbulent time in Connecticut uh, Freemasonry, where there was a guy who I represented who was not very well liked, um, and there was this stigma that Grand Lodge was coming in to burn the house down. Um, so anybody with a purple apron, that's why I call it the purple stigma, uh, was deemed a bad guy and, uh, it didn't matter what you did. Um, you were, you were a bad guy. So, uh, and I think that still rings true today cause I feel like it's, it's a twofold problem. One, let's be real. Everybody has an issue with not an issue, but the authority has this stigma uh, and I'll give you a perfect example you get pulled over by a cop or you see a cop on the highway How many people freak out and like oh? <gasps> he's behind me. He's gonna pull me over all oh, this cop. He's up the no good. It's a stigma it's just uh Everybody's afraid of authority. So naturally when a, a past district deputy or a Grand Lodge officer not even past district deputy a current district deputy Grand Lodge officer walks into a room immediately everybody's kind of on edge. So that's number one um, so it's a twofold thing because you can't have a lodge be hostile toward the purple apron or the brother who is a grand lodge officer, but also the grand lodge officer. We also have another problem with grand lodge officers. And I feel like this is, um, a problem that could be, all these problems could be, uh, very well fixed. Uh, there, there's, there's no way that can't be fixed. Um, and in, in particularly when you get, a purple apron when you were asked to be a grand lodge officer and or district deputy you need to be more humble than authoritarian and uh this goes rings true and i'm not just talking about Freemasonry. i'm talking about you anybody who's in a position of power uh again we've gone over this before power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely but there is another one and i think it's called uh uh who's the I think it was a Greek philosopher, Epictetus, I believe his name was, where he had said um, that uh, power also determines the strength of a man. And what that means is, uh, for the most part, that uh, when you have that power, don't abuse it. Don't use it and wield it like you are king shit. Uh, Understand that your term, like any other, will expire then you have to recycle back into the craft and you are still a past district deputy. Don't get me wrong, but you need to be, you need to understand that you're going to go back to these people. You're going to see these people again. And if, you know, for lack of better words, you were an asshole, you're going to be shunned by these people. Whether these brothers are not going to want to deal with you because of the way you conducted yourself. Everybody is a servant, and actually right here, Worshipful Brother Joseph Schultz, servant leaders are better leaders. That's right. Um, I've always been, uh, and again, I've I've read a lot of books, and I've done a lot of, uh, I'm big into the war war stuff, like uh, Sun Tzu and uh, The Rogue Warrior by uh, Richard Marcinko, who was the SEAL team leader. And one of the things he said was, I will lead you, I will always lead from the front. Always lead as a leader from the front. Be the first one in the battle, because the ones that, See you do this, will respect you a lot more. Again, uh, let's see here. Worship Brother you know, As you know, I had to deal with a horrible tragedy in my year as senior warden. Grand Lodge, and most especially you as my DD, most worshipful past Grandmaster Tom Maxwell, and Right Worship Brother Carl Anderson were tremendous in their outreach and support. I'll never forget that or those brothers. Yeah. um, And you need to understand that that's what you're supposed to do as a Grand Lodge officer. You're not supposed to go in there as... It's time for your inspection. Show me your grips and words. Show me this. Show me that. Uh, a couple of lodges that I had been to, and I can't remember exactly which specific one, but I sat down after a lodge, and I sat down with the master, and I sat down with the warrants, you know. Um, and I just simply said, actually, so I walked into this lodge, and it was ice cold. This lodge was like, no, we're not having it. We don't want nothing to do with you. Um, and, uh, I, but I walked in and you know I, I got talking to the brothers on a one-on-one basis and they started to perceive me as not a quote-unquote threat uh, because I didn't want them to feel that way uh, so what I did was after after the lodge was over and most of the brothers would usher out the door I stayed afterward and I went downstairs and was sipping bourbon with uh, a couple of the brothers downstairs and hanging out and just just talking just having a conversation you know about this that and the other thing and I think that right then and there definitely eased the ice where they knew that I wasn't coming in to be that guy. I wasn't coming in to be that overlord, if you will, who's trying to tell you how to run your lodge. And I think that's very, very important to any officer or Grand Lodge officer or somebody in that position of power is that to remain humble as much as you possibly can. Um, another thing that I also did was when I when I came in, it was quite frequently I'd walk into a lodge and my first thing I would say when I finally got a chance to pull the master side and I would ask the 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 master wardens point blank, what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, and where can I help? What can I help do? Um, one of my lodges uh, had a <clears throat> it was a I believe it was a an ins- it was either an inspection or it was one of my fraternal visits, and uh, I believe it was actually inspection night. And the junior warden couldn't make it. And they were pretty much, for lack of better words, asked out. They didn't They didn't have anybody to fill it. Nobody knew the position. And from my DD chair, I got down and I filled in as junior warden on inspection night. Uh, am I supposed to do that? Yeah, probably not. But, I mean, who's going to yell at me now? <laughs> uh, that is what's important. Because if the, if the degree or if the, the inspection cannot go on, it hurts three things. It hurts me because now they look at me as, wow, this asshole couldn't step down out of the East and help us out. So he's of no use to us, too. It hurts the lodge because now you have a a lodge that can't perform a degree when they need to. And now it has to be rescheduled again. And I have to come back and they have to do it again. So it it, it takes time out of something they may have scheduled. Maybe they had a chili cook-off that night. <laughs> Uh, that they had to reschedule or maybe they had some community service event that they were doing or a past masters now the, or a past masters awards night or something like that now they have to stop what they're doing to indulge me hell no not gonna happen and number three if they have a live candidate it hurts that candidate because now here he is he's downstairs he's broken bread with the brothers he's uh, he's now potentially I mean I don't know how some lodges are but they get vested in uh, their apparel we'll call it uh maybe he's sitting in the waiting room maybe he's waiting in the ante room to to move to the prep room and now one of the officers has to walk in and go "A, hey, uh yeah we got to cancel the degree he's gonna have to come back another time maybe that petitioner maybe that guy who was about to take his ea says yeah screw it i don't i'm, I'm good i don't want to do it no more so i think it's very important that a District deputy needs to, uh, or any particular particular person, understand that you are a servant to a lodge. That that purple apron means nothing. One of the major things that Freemasons do uh, is when you die, you have a white plain leather apron. That's the one you're buried in. That's the one that goes in your casket uh, or cremated, whatever you prefer. But that's your white leather apron. You're not going to be wearing the purple when you pass. You're not going to be wearing the Templar. You're not going to be wearing any other apron besides your plain white apron. Conduct yourself in a Masonic Lodge the same exact way. So hey, so uh interrupt on a chili cook off. Another reason for Joe to complain he lost. <laughs> That is us. Oh, we're probably going to start a war here. Uh, Worship Brother Joseph Schultz. Leading unpaid volunteers can be challenging. Being overbearing chases people away from the chairs. Now, Danny Italian actually had said that uh, one of our prior podcasts is that he was very intimidated by me because I was wearing a purple apron and he didn't know what it meant. He just knew I had gold around my neck and I had a purple apron and he was intimidated. Um, in with that being said, that is more the reason to be personable, uh, as a DD, make sure you walk up and shake every brother's hand that goes for a I'm not just talking about DD. I'm talking about grand lodge officers in general. Um, and understand that we're all brothers. There's the titles, you know, positions, aprons, jewels mean nothing. We're all brothers. Um, without getting into too specific uh but there are there have been problems with grand lodges where they don't particularly like a particular set of of brothers because of maybe what they wear or uh maybe because of the skin color or something like that uh understand that being decent is and being and acting like a human being is uh in my opinion, the make of a Mason, if you can't be a decent human being to your fellow brothers or your people around you, um, you know, if they, if they've gone through the same ceremony and lectures and, uh, symbolic journey that you've gone through, why can't you call him brother? That's my personal opinion. But, uh, anyway, side note. So, uh. Funny little hot topic actually popped up on one of our pictures. I put up the picture, as you guys can see. Oh, same place, new wall. We just simply uh, did some background stuff and uh, put up a wall behind us. Uh, The door is gone, and uh, this is going to be our new thing. Uh, You can't see the top flag up there, but we changed out the 48-star flag, which was our largest flag. I went with the, uh, the Betsy Ross flag. Why? That's my favorite flag. I absolutely love it. And I think Joe and uh, Ken could absolutely would uh, agree with me. Um, the, uh, so, so the other two flags are the join or die flag and the don't tread on me flag. Um, the reason why we chose it was for a few reasons. Actually, I want to thank a worship brother because He's the one who brought the two flags up. Actually all three flags are, are, are worship brother Joe's. I love the join or die flag. And I'll tell you why. Uh, and I know it's, these are not Masonic flags, one and two, are not Masonic flags. Um, but we are in Connecticut. And uh, I, you see up here, says, any, where am I, where am I, where am I? Boom, there we are. Any, That's New England, that's where we are. Um, which we all know, American Revolution is where it got started, and it was the, uh, it was, was a logic, uh, that was over the Green Dragon Tavern in Boston, Massachusetts, that got our country on a roll. Uh, we also thought it'd be funny because uh, we want you to uh, join Patreon and join our podcast and uh, join or die. And the "Don't Try on Me" flag. I mean, that's a pretty basic. It's still used to this day for like um, militia and all that stuff. But uh, it was a flag again, very old flag, and we're again we're in Connecticut, fifth state in the union, so. Uh, worship Brother Joseph Sanino. Freemason Podcast lapel pins went into production today. Yes, I have a couple apologies to make. I said they were going to be getting Freemason's Podcast lapel pins. First, it was my delay. And then when I finally started moving, picked out a design, it ended up being uh, made in China. And um, do we know what's coming out of China? Nothing. Not a damn thing. Nothing. So, uh, basically got my money refunded, got sent back, and uh, that was that. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, worship brother Greg Schultz. I believe that was in um Discord. Somebody posted, I think it was Raff. He said, uh, I saw a don't cough on me flag today. Yes. And uh, I'm glad Rafferty's not up here because he's got the corona or whatever the hell he's got too. So he's sick. So stay away. Love you, Raff, but stay the hell away. Uh, William Douglas Norris. Sorry, I'm just joining the show. Hey, not a problem. Thanks to have... Pleasure to have you. Uh, I'm up here solo today. Uh, We had a botched episode on Sunday. HR was up here. I think that's why everything was botched, though. Uh, I think she sabotaged us because uh, Joe made some creepy freaking video on the community page. So uh, anyway, back on the uh, lapel pins. So we have lapel pins coming out. Uh, I I will wait for Washburn Brother Joe, who actually chose the design, Um, And we all kind of approved it. And um, so uh, I'll let him do the reveal of the pin. All Patreons are getting a lapel pin. Uh, I know it was originally going to be just the past Masters level. But I think at this point, uh, all Patreons are going to get a pin. We have uh, 23 of them. So uh, uh, we're going to give them all a pin. And then after that, we'll figure out how we're going to distribute them or sell them or how we're going to do it. But, uh, But anyway... Uh, I digress. On uh, Patreon, I wanted to cover those guys because uh, I'm going to bring up that and how many Patreons we have, and I'm going to give them all an individual shout-out because these guys are these guys are the ones that that keeps afloat. They help out. Discordians, because these guys are pretty much all Patreons. Uh, we have uh, Peter Daigle, Soren Dillinger. Uh, yeah, I can't do it by that because they call each other different names. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen a name. <laughs> i can't do that (laughs) that's pretty funny uh i I realized that so in patreon you can change your your names and all that stuff so uh we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna (laughs) anyway i'll bring up the list later i'm not gonna do it now because i'm not gonna mess with any of this when do i get okay so one of the tiers we added to patreon is a 15 dollars tier uh, this particular tier, uh, you are going to be allowed to, we're going to, not allowed, but uh, one of the, the perks to this tier, it's uh, $15 a month, and we will have you on uh, as a special guest from uh, uh, for a podcast from time to time. Uh, you will be, it could either be on the main podcast, or it's going to be on the, uh, the Patreon uh, live feeds, because we do Patreon live feeds as well. I think the last thing I covered was the Knights Templar and I showed off uh, the Knights Templar apron. I showed the Knights Templar apron. I believe I showed the uniform and what all the different uh, things meant. Uh, So if you guys are interested in that, you can check that out. I will say this though, uh, getting back to the uh, Grand Lodge and the purple stigma, it is an honor to wear the purple apron. It's an absolute honor to be chosen because it's not something that gets handed out, and it doesn't matter if you're an AGM, uh, which is an associate grand marshal, who's basically an assistant to the district deputy, or you're an associate grand almoner like a worship brother Joe. Congratulations again, or uh, you know any particular any particular brother who gets to wear the uh, the, the royal purple, it's an honor. Don't defame it by your conduct. And I just want to make that clear, that uh, your conduct as a district deputy can, or or any time you wear purple, it reflects on the Grand Lodge and what they are trying to do. Because there's a lot of Grand Lodge officers who have, the, the, everybody does what they think is best for the craft in order to help the craft. So if you have a Grandmaster, who's who's liked and loved, and then in comes you, acting like an ass and being a jerk. It, it's gonna stain everyone. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Worship brother Joseph Zanino. We are up to twenty-five Patreon supporters. Yep, we got twenty-five in there. Um, Raven Bingham, American Revolution equals Masonic boogaloo. <laughs> nice uh steve bruner ah oh, champ clown my masonic goal is to be grandmaster one day uh i commend you for that because uh, i for one am happy with where i'm at <laughs> I, my my ultimate goal and my goal has always been to be the right eminent grand commander of the grand commandery of the state of connecticut um and uh i'm i'm on my way there uh, but other than that i'm pretty happy i think me personally i I get uh, more enjoyment, uh, not more enjoyment, but I think I'm helping the craft more so doing this podcast and reaching out to brothers from all over the country, all over the world, uh, more so than than I would be able to do as any type of particularly high rank uh, in 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 Freemasonry. So I enjoy this much more, and I feel like I'm doing this uh, by by, by me doing this podcast and being part of it. And I can't speak for Worship Brother Joe or Worship Brother Ken, but this to me is actually reaching somebody. And I think this is eventually going, you know, one of these platforms, there's plenty of Masonic podcasts, but I I particularly enjoy our podcast because it's showing a different side of Freemasonry that's much lighter and we're fun and we're young. And this, my personal opinion, um, that's who our demographic is it's not so much the masons but the ones who are interested in freemasonry and we're showing them that this is what we are you we hang out we're just normal guys and i think it's important because many lodges they come into a lodge where it's it's uh it's very old and old thoughts and sticks in the mud and and uh, I think that is a major move that we're doing here on this podcast. But uh, let's hear. here. Oh, brother Joseph Zanino. Is that like the electric boogaloo? <laughs> boogal- <laughs> that's electric avenue. And boogaloo is another term that's actually a southern term. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe it was a southern term for basically shit popping off. But, uh, worship brother Greg Schultz, living in a small state, the Grand Lodge is a bit clicky. Most guys are pretty level. Some want their rings kissed. Yeah, that that's, um, <clears throat> that's a problem. That really is a problem is that no one should kiss your ring or your ass or anything else. We are all brothers. And there's a lot of brothers that get that purple ape and, man, and let me tell you, their heads explode with, with, they think they're, they're king shit and I'm, I'm not bashing any one brother i want to be absolutely clear i'm not talking about any brothers in specific um because i i do can't think of any uh right worship brother off the top of my head or any brother who's a part a member of the grand lodge at this particular moment in time who is um you like what i did there right uh, at this time is even remotely like that i think uh, after our little transition in the state things have changed but uh, William Douglas Norris. Yes, you are. I know my hour commute is so much better since I found your podcast. Ah, thank you. And we appreciate it to you. Thank you. Worship brother Joseph Schultz. It would be nice to have a Grand Lodge officers to help motivate new members. Too many on the sideline. Need ideas to get them in in action, I believe he was trying to write. I think it's a couple of things. Everybody's got good ideas. That fall flat on their face. Um, and they fall flat on their face for two reasons. One, they failed. And it happens. That's how we learn. It's by things failing. But two, it's when other brothers shoot it down before it even gets off the ground. That is a problem. That is a major problem. Let them fail because somebody's going to learn. I think Marshall Brother Joe said this last uh, a couple podcasts ago. But I think it's also, we need to come up with good ideas and, and, you know, the ideas <clears throat> need to be actually made into motion. Too many times I see where masons gather around a table, and this is actually in society in general. We gather around the table, we hash out the details, and we talk about it, and then boom, nothing happens. It dies in the vine. Which is why, again, I said it before, the reason why I started this podcast is because I, when right worship brother Chip, hey, which by the way, I'm rocking the Chip shirt today. Uh, Worship brother Chip, uh, recipient of the Pot Edwards Award. Love you, brother. But uh, Worship brother Chip had sent me an email and was like, "Hey, Grand Lodges, you know they want to know what your numbers are for your lodge and if you're bringing any people in because it's down 50 percent across the state." And it's like, well, that put me into action. That was my thing. Jennifer Rainwright, I made the name tags for our YouTube convention, which included dignitaries. Oh, my goodness. Some of these titles were so long, I had to re- redesign them. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a lot of titles. Hi, Diana and John McManus. How you doing, guys? Uh, I heard uh, Joe got uh, molested by uh, some ghosts up in his lodge. So uh, I hope you caught some video of that. Joe, worship brother Joseph know, I'm referring to the movie Breaking... Break into the electric boogaloo. Okay, whatever. You're old. I have no idea what movie that is. Brandon Sanders, this podcast helped me ask the right questions to join Freemasonry. I've been a master mason for a month now. Thanks for all you do, brothers. Of course, absolutely. And uh, thank you, Brandon, for, for sticking with us. Good evening, Worshipful. Oh, that's what uh, John McManus says. And can, good evening, Worshipful Master John McManus, Worshipful Master of Liberty Continental. Worship Brother Greg Schultz. If you want to kill a good idea, form a committee and talk to death. And that's what happens. On is to God. That is exactly what happens. We form a committee and we're going to do this committee. It's all get together. We get together. And we're, ah, we're going to form this committee. You're on the committee and you're on the committee. It's like Oprah handing out freaking pocketbooks. You're going to pocketbook and you're going to committee. And then how many times do those freaking committees meet throughout the year? Not once. And then at the end of the year, when they go to give the report, they got nothing. Anyway, everybody's got good ideas. The trick is to take these good ideas. One of the things that that I've always said is, how was it put to me once? Uh, it's better to beg forgiveness than ask permission. Um, so when I've, like, for instance, this podcast, I just did it. I didn't ask permission. I didn't go to the Grand Lodge and say, hey. I want to do a podcast. I just did it. Why? Because I knew it was the right thing to do at the right time. And I knew that Freemasonry needed a new face. Um, And that's what I'm trying to accomplish. That's what me, Joe, uh, Worship Brother Joe, Worship Brother Ken, Raph, all of us are trying to accomplish. New face. That's what we're trying to do. Had I probably gone to the Grand Lodge, they probably would have gunned me down right off the cuff. Uh, not Not because I think that they're opposed to it. I think it's the fear of the unknown. And that's one thing that is a problem with Masonic lodgers is the fear of the unknown. Uh, Even bringing it back to the whole discussion about the purple, uh, you meet a guy in purple, he's your district deputy, you've never met him before, it's the fear of the unknown. This guy's going to come in here and be a douche. Uh, That's realistically the the, the stigma of it, is he's going to come in here and he's going to be a douche. So that fear of the unknown is what prevents people from making that next step. I didn't know if we we're going to do good in this podcast, but you know what? Tried it, and look where we're at. Thanks to all of you guys. If it isn't a no, it's a yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, I liked your panda face, just saying. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> where's my brother, Craig? So, uh, we did, uh, and yeah, that was when we did the uh, the Halloween dance macabre. I don't even know what Joe showed up, like freaking Ginger wookie or whatever the hell. but uh, Rick McFenney. Good evening from worship. Uh, good evening from worshiper brother Rick in Delaware. Hey worshiper brother, how you doing? I love this podcast. Wish I could get on more. Y'all do an amazing job. We try. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I think we had 13 watchers, 13 listeners. If you guys have any questions about uh, Freemasonry, myself, anything in general uh, regarding the craft, uh, fire them in. If you got any questions or anything you want to bring up, fire away. Um, one of the questions that I was asked a while ago from a brother, and I can't remember, it might have been, uh, might have been Warshable Brother Greg Schultz might have asked me, but I can't be sure on this. Uh, the question is, how do you balance your your Masonic career with your home life? Uh, <laughs> that's a very tricky thing. What I did was, a long time ago I was going through divorce, and uh, I was moving up through the chairs in Morningstar Lodge, And it was not a very active lodge. At that particular time, we met once a month, and it was on a Thursday. So I think it was the third Thursday we met. So I had a lot of time on my hands. So my Blue Lodge was not running me into the ground. And it doesn't, no, we meet twice a month now, but it's not running me into the ground at all. But we met one Thursday. So my Masonic career in the beginning was very diminished. And once I became a Master Mason, and I knew how small that Morningstar Lodge was. I knew I was going to fly through the major chairs extremely, extremely quickly. So what I ended up doing was I decided that I'm going to, uh, I knew I was going to do the appending bodies right off the cuff. I went to fly through those this way. There was nothing to interfere. And I couldn't, you know, kick myself in the ass at a later date and say, oh, I wish I would have done that. So that's why I flew through them quickly. Do I recommend it to people? No. Nope. <laughs> Unless you are uh, a single man who's got a plenty of money and time to piss away, uh, then I would say yes. Uh, my recommendation is to take it in small doses and increments. Uh, do a York right, do a Scottish right. I went through them both at the same time. Um, I was basically never home. But um, anyway, I went through them all, and um, and I my Masonic career picked up. And now once extra things started coming through. Uh, For instance, like a Blue-Edge Council president or a district deputy once, or I got asked to be a leader of the Scottish right body. What I eventually did was I started dialing back, I started dialing things down, for instance. Um, So at one point, I was a district deputy. I was the uh, Blue-Edge Council president, and I know some states don't do this, but we have districts in here, and Blue-Edge Council is basically... Uh, all the lodges within that district meet. And it's usually once a month on like the 4th f- Friday or something like that. Um, but I was Blue Lodge Council President while sitting District Deputy. I was also in the Templar line. Um, I was a Scottish Rite. Uh, I was just getting finished with um, being the uh, Sovereign Prince of the Elm City Council, Princes of Jerusalem. And I was also active in my my mother lodge here. And I wasn't secretary yet. I can't remember exactly what I was. But I was I was an officer uh, I might even have been a steward it was after I was a past master but I had a lot of things going on so what I had to do was I had to pick and choose I knew that there was I'm not gonna be able to handle this workload Scottish right meets tweets. Uh, Scottish right meet met uh, let's hear I think it was the first and third Mondays my mother lodge now was doing two meetings so that was first Saturday third Thursday Templary met on f- uh, third Fridays Um... It got, and then Blue Edge Council end of the month. I was like out six, seven times a night. Um. So what I ended up doing was I had to, can't, I had to cut some things out. So one of the things I I, I, I served as Blue Edge Council president. There's no term; it's usually a one year term, but you stay as long as you want. I had to cut that out. So there's some there's some things you 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 should best manage your time, and I would strongly recommend that if you are married, girlfriend, kids, you need to be able to balance your time. Uh, like right now, it is 7.30. I had to drop... And the reason why I'm up here is because uh, my son had um, CCD. That boy named Jesus. So there you go. Y'all need Jesus too. Um, but he was at that, and uh, he's going to be getting out soon, so I'll probably be shutting this down shortly. But uh, it's it's a it's a time management thing, and you need to really check with your family members before you decide to jump on any um are my boys going through my d malay no they're probably going through rikers island <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> um i don't know yet i leave that up to them uh my boys are uh, starting baseball pretty soon uh very sports activated so but uh so you definitely need to manage your time. Don't take on too much because it's going to do two things. It's going to burn you out. It's going to burn your relationship out with wife, kids, girlfriend, whatever. Um, and it will also burn you out. And it's you're actually going to be, I think I might have said that, but you're also going to burn out your lodge. Uh, for instance, you're not going to be performing all of the duties you're required to do in each lodge, and be effective at it. You need to be able to focus your attention. And I think that's a very, very important thing. Everybody wants to do everything. I want to wear the purple apron. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to, yeah, I said, oh, uh, y'all, yeah. I have a shirt uh, that I've worn before. It says, y'all need Jesus. So that's what I do. And my, my boy right now is getting some Jesus. He better be because whatever. I'll get into that in a second. But uh, um, you, you really need to be able to focus your attention in Freemasonry and life in general, you need to be able to bring your attention into one certain thing. Um, If you got five different bodies going and five different things, think about it. If I was still doing all those things, I would have been the president, which means I'd have been able to, I mean, you really don't got much to do. It's like being a worshipful master. But you have to oversee things. There's still things you have to oversee. It's something you have to do. Plus a secretary, forget it. You'd be underwater. Uh, Any type of, yeah. You know, again, it all depends on the position, but they all have have responsibilities. So, uh, on a side note about my uh, about my kid, hey, uh, brother Carlo Gargiulo just popped on, drip from the widow's sons paladins, and uh, I actually just got off the phone, and I want to give him a shout out. Let me tell you, me and this brother from upstate New York uh, had a fantastic phone conversation, uh, Andy Reynolds. Cheers to you up there at, um, I believe it's uh, Rochester, New York. I could be wrong, but uh, he's the brother of the Widow Sons, who is going to be doing that, um, that bike rally up there. Just gonna get my dates right. Anybody's interested, uh, please come up. It's uh, it's all about our military, and it's uh, taking care of veterans is a charity, uh, is not a charity. It is our duty, friggin' a. Uh, but the Kingsguard Widow Sons of New York are gathering on uh, the 14th, 15th, and 16th. So if you uh, want to ride with them, I guess. So I pretty much got the itinerary. I don't have a motorcycle. Uh, I don't have a, a bike to ride, but uh, I think. So the 14th, they're all meeting up there. I guess uh, they're meeting up there at night, and everybody crashes, maybe has a drink. But on the May 15th, I guess they do a uh, a bike ride out to the lake. Uh, and they go out and do a long bike ride. I, mean, I imagine, originally I said Lake George, but then uh, I think Warshall Brother Joe corrected me and said, uh, yeah, he's probably talking about uh, the Great Lakes because, uh, yeah, it's way the hell up there. And then the 16th is the big day. And uh, all everything that they do, uh, it's registration is $50, and uh, proceeds benefit Stop 22 and other military organizations. So, uh, And it's at, I want to give the address, Moose Lodge, Henrietta, New York. And that's uh, Henrietta Road in West Henrietta, New York. So, uh, if you guys are interested, I'm sure it's up on our page. If not, one of the boys will definitely throw that up there. We have some other events too that we're going to be doing. We got uh, the Champ the Clown thing. We're going to be watching. The, we're going to be doing that uh, episode live from uh, the Shrine down there when we do the um, WrestleMania night. I think it's May 5th. And then uh, we also have uh, Ray, brother Ray Collette, is doing that tattoo thing that we're going to be uh, going down to. The flash tattoos, whatever it is, Rochester. Thank you, Scott Hayes. I I apologize. Uh, let's see here. He says, My chapter. Yes. Uh, I also didn't realize that uh, Andy Reynolds is actually the the alliance president. Like, holy shit, he's up there. (laughs) I appreciate the plug. Looking forward to you guys coming. Oh, hell yeah, we're coming up there. We've already been talking about playing with a freaking drone and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, yes. We are. This is what we're going to be doing. That's where we're going to be. So if you're in the area and you listen to the podcast, us Hellraisers will be there doing what we do best. All right. So uh, one funny story that I uh, actually posted on my Facebook a little while ago, and uh, talking about my son and he's um, what he does and everything. Quick funny story. So uh, I think uh, nature is beautiful, and I think it's 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 beautiful that um, when. Uh, you see like in, in like the safari you know the the young lion cubs are challenging the you know the the lion you know the pack leader or whatever and uh my son you know me and him were wrestling horsing around earlier today and uh you know it's yeah was pretty cool that it's like a test of manhood like to, to go up against your old man but uh when your old man slaps you in a figure four lock, leg lock that would make uh, that would bring a tear to Ric Flair's eye, all I got to say is, woo! that kid got smoked. Try again next year, buddy. <laughs> but, uh, trains here. Anyway, I think I'm going to lock it up. Unless you guys got anything else you want to add who are watching live, I'm going to lock this one up. And, uh, not too bad for doing solo. I'm getting better at it because the first time I was a bumbling freaking idiot. Plus, I also want to thank all you guys who tuned in. You got 18, 19 of you guys that popped on here. Actually, it was up higher than that earlier. So I want to thank all you guys for watching in um, and, and contributing because, you know what? You guys were helping me out just as much as, uh, yeah, woo, it's right. Um, I want to thank you guys for, uh, for tuning in, watching, having a conversation with me, even though I'm up here with just a boy and his puppet. Just the boy and his puppet, and uh, but anyway, thanks guys for tuning in. Uh, so for the Freemasons podcast, I am your host, the host with the most, right, Worship Brother George Mudry. Signing off. Have a good night, everyone.